we here. But that's the truth. That's crazy, right? That is insane. Um, yeah, that's an insane story that the people will never know. Sometimes, listen, sometimes when you're looking at a game like the Hokies versus the Stanford Cardinal in Stanford, California, you have to think about what what type of story and what type of trip it would be like to be with the boys. And that's the type of story that, you know, maybe one day I can, I'm trying to tell because it'd be cool. Their first year in the ACC, um, Stanford's playing the Hokies, I think, in their ACC opener. So, yeah. So, yeah, that was just me telling – Telling you about how basically my COD homies who I had, uh, also went to school with, they just, uh, they they were like, we started running, uh, we started doing some COD runs not too long ago. What's a COD And run? they were like, that sounds oh, very COD suggestive. is Call of Duty. Oh, so Call okay, of Duty. We started, I don't we started, we started, we, Our squad basically started running, running Call of Duty uh, uh, matches again. And like two years ago, two, two, two and a half years ago before I met my lovely girlfriend, um i used to play cod i mean play call of duty with these guys all the time it's like it was like a squad of like four or five of us and then we'd always find a six person so we could run search and destroy and okay. uh two of the two two of the guys who i also went to school with we got to play again recently recently and they were like yo is anyone trying to go hit this uh hokies versus stanford game in california in october and we started we just started talking about what a time that would be um so is it a crazy story we'll see the world i mean i know we said earlier the world may never know but they might i guess i guess yeah it's not a they may never know it's a who who knows i tried playing call of duty once and i could i just kept getting sent to the gulag so i stopped no, you were playing. No, you were playing Warzone. I'm not talking about no Warzone. I'm See, I don't. Warzone. The, I don't. I don't know the difference. I don't know any of that. I don't like. So I there's don't like know. obviously there's like the campaign. Then you have like the multiplayer. That's like your hard point, search and destroy, team okay. deathmatch, free for all, uh, domination, all them game modes. And then you have your Warzone, which is like their open battle royale. That's what they put on the market to rival. Uh, Fortnite because Fortnite was going crazy. Okay. So you Yo, prefer, my little, go ahead. So which one do you you don't prefer Warzone? You like the, the I'm on multiplayer game. and I'm I'm listen, I'm on multiplayer and I'm getting it in. Maybe one day. Like I want to buy a PS5, but it's like I know I'm not gonna play it. Cause I, like I want to play Spider-Man 2 and I don't want to play Kill the Justice League because that was terrible. But I want to play Madden online. Like I want to have fun. I just don't know if I have the time to do it. You know, oddly and maybe not oddly, funny enough, um, I've actually been playing when I when I in between my Call of Duty runs with the homies, I actually play a good amount of Madden too, build my Madden Ultimate Team. Uh-huh. And can you, as a as a person who knows me, take a guess at who my Ultimate Team quarterback has been since I acquired him? Of course, the number one guess is Aaron Rodgers, but that's too easy. No. That's too easy. Yeah. Michael Vick? Michael Vick, baby. Michael Vick. Oh, let me tell you something. I got Michael Vick. I got Tank Dell. Okay. Uh, Cortland Sutton and OBJ. 
Barry Sanders as the running back. Oh, that's a that's a little. Listen, Speaking of which, because that sounds like fantasy, and I had a fantasy question for you and the people in the chat. Talk to me. So you know, in our dynasty league, uh, who is MCV? That's uh, the other Darius. Okay, I'm going to propose a trade to him. I think it's fair. He's shopping 106. Mm-hmm. So I want to offer him Christian Watson in 209. <laughs> that's not that's not a good trade. Is that what I, is that what I'm hearing? No, no. Come on, tell me the real offer. Tell me the real offer. All right, it was going to be Christian Watson in 204. <laughs> Everyone keeps going for 201. I'm not giving up 201. Danny, can you can you can you give me like your final like this is bottom line last ultimate? I haven't I really do. I haven't really thought about it to be honest. That was the first thing that came to my mind, but I was like, ah, I don't know. If I I'm going to tell you right now. You it would get rejected maybe before you close the app. That's a bad trade. I'm like, I'm not desperate for 106. I just have an idea for 106. I don't need it. I need you to tell me how in a 10 team PPR Dynasty League. Yep. That makes any sense. That's why I asked. Because I could put, I, I could it. throw it, I could throw in Dalton Kincaid, right? Dalton Kincaid in two hundred six is probably good enough. Yo, don't nobody want no damn Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid's a top five dynasty tight end. <laughs> Lots of people want Dalton Kincaid. Thank you very much. I've gotten a lot of interest. You know how you little hearts on people you're interested in. Guess who on my team has the most hearts? Devontae Smith and Dalton Kincaid are tied. Devontae's not going anywhere. He is a ladies, foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all hear how he's trying to move the needle with some likes on the sleeper app? Yeah, Kyle called us ho. And we said, Kyle oh, guys. Us hoes? No, it's a Canadian thing, I believe. It's like, hello. Oh, what's up, what's up Kyle? Thank you. Oh, yeah, Kyle, we're talking a little dynasty talk. Kyle, I would love your opinion on this trade. Kyle, we're that, fine. We're fine here, Kyle. Danny we're good. Said. I'm glad that it. you were in here. So Danny has an offer for uh, 106. 106 is currently owned by the team um, Team MVC10. Danny's offer for 106. Danny, would yeah. you like to just? I have not made the official offer. It was just a thought. Christian Watson in 206. Christian Watson in 206 for 106. Kyle, before you laugh, just know I laughed before I could get words out too. Kyle also said before, while he's thinking about this trade, that he would like our opinions on the completed trades from last week. And Kyle, you know me. I'm always happy to do a little breakdown, a little commissioner's well, commissioner's notes in the offseason in the offseason notes. Yeah. Should we I'm start happy. with the T. Higgins trade? I feel like that was the last one. There's three trades last week. Yeah, let's start with that one. That's only one. So Cowell traded T. Higgins for Tank Dell in a 2025 third round pick. See, so, Cal said I offered DeAndre Swift in 203 for the 106, so I ain't gonna laugh. Thank you, Kyle. 
Thank you. So I'm so I'm I'm wrong for laughing then. But if DeAndre Smith and two hundred three didn't get it done, then Christian Watson in two hundred six is not going to get it done. Mm. I'll tell you what. Um, on this on this offer for T Higg uh, Tyler Boyd for three ten, Danny, I'm not upset with that, and I like what you're doing there, Kyle. I think Kyle is trying to set himself up good for the future. Um, so. And I didn't want to sit in the draft room like last year. I think I had the last pick of the draft last year, and I had Darnell Washington. And someone, I don't know who it was that day, took the entire timer every single time. It was very annoying. Mm, well, well, hopefully we won't do that. Hopefully we won't do that. Um, and then the second trade between your guy, Jason, I believe. Yep. Jason and uh, the uh, MVC10, also known as... Uh, Darius is the other Darius's team. My guy Darius's team. He got Bijan Robinson and 105 for No, he uh, got Brian Robinson. That Bijan Brian Robin Brian Robinson, excuse me. Brian Robinson and 105. Uh he traded away for Jalen Waddle. Um, which I feel um, like MCV kind of won that trade. He did. Um I would have asked for a little bit more than just 105 and Brian Robinson. I would have asked for at least a starter in return. Really, you think so? Here's the thing. I'm I'm stuck. Listen, I come in here and I say it every week. When I look at these trades, the trades, I've, I've been liking the activity that's been going on in the league. I think both trades from last week make a total sense, total, a total amount of well, sense. Well, Kyle made a trade last week, too, we forgot to talk about. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. The, no, not with me. He made another one. He made, hold on, it was oh. five days ago. Tank Dell, you're right. Yeah, Kyle made a trade. Um, Kyle sent uh, T. Higgins to the other Darius's team for Tank Dell and a 2025 third. I'm not upset at that. It's actually a really good trade. Yeah, that's, that's pretty even across the board. I like that trade, Kyle. I like that trade. So Kyle's a great GM. I like what he's doing over there. He's he's making Anybody? some quality moves. He's making some quality moves. Uh, he oh, said that's God. twice. Uh, Waddle has been moved for so cheap so so far in this league. You're right, and I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm looking at, I'm looking at my team, and just like last week, I'm saying the same thing. I got 102. That's not moving. Malik Neighbors, you're you're gonna you're gonna be. Hey man, I saw a mock draft that had Malik Neighbors in Arizona and Marvin Harrison Jr. in New England. Oh, Malik Neighbors might be on Ronald Asley's tax returns. Well, that's not gonna. Yo, the Patriots are taking a quarterback first round. They need to. I saw a mock draft from the Athletic that had the Patriots taking Marvin Harrison Jr. and I was like, absolutely not. I need Marvin Harrison in Arizona. Malik Neighbors. Las Vegas horn duck soon come. And then here comes 301, 305, 306, 307, 309. I'm I'll either going to make us for 305. Um, sir, I'm going to need you to and listen. I, the people who are expecting me to react. I'm not going to react with that as blasphemy. That is absolutely blasphemy. <laughs> Honestly, I I kind of want to move up in the draft, and I think I might need to package some picks and some players to do it. Honestly, as I look at my it's my running back room, young. 
I like what they're doing. Same. But they're same. Oh no, my running back room's old. They're young. Tajay Spears, Devon A. Chain, Ramondre Stevenson, Keaton Mitchell. They're young. But so what are you looking for? Because I feel like I have something that you could use because I'd like a, a an extra pick and a little roster space. I, I'm trying to get the I need a little roster space, but I'm also trying to move up in the draft to get maybe some youth at the wide receiver position. Listen, mm-hmm. I got some studs, Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, um, DeAndre Hopkins. I got some studs. I might need to send one out maybe with a few, with a few, with a few picks and try to get like a mid second or maybe back into the first, depending on mm-hmm. who the wide receiver is. So I have a mid second. Uh, well, Danny, here's the thing. I've looked at your team a few times. Nothing? Nothing piques your interest. Thank you, Gladys. Gladys said she was loving the hat. It's cold. It's cold. Um, Danny. Um, and Kyle has thrown 203 in the chat. That Kyle has Kyle does has. 203. Listen, um, and I have 204, but 204 is going to be hard. 209, a little more flexible. Danny, I, I just don't know, man. I look at your roster and I, I don't know, boss, man. Yeah, we're, 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 we're in a bit of overhaul over here. You, you might need them draft picks more than you need to trade them. That was disrespectful and very rude. Nah, that that was love. That was love. That's like me saying, like, yo, you know what? I'm looking at your team and my brother, it might we, we just might need to pump the brakes. We we're making it. We're doing one thing at a time. I'm saying you just don't have enough tradable assets, and I don't want to be rude to your team. So like, won't you develop some young get some young talent in the building, develop, and now we might see we might get to a place in a few years where I think we might be trading a few a years. Nah, this is this rebuild. We're going to get it together. I got Bam got one more trade in him, and it's with me. Listen, leave Bam alone. Bam. Bam. Bam, I know you sick as hell, man. The boogeyman done did it again. He done did it again. Kyle, you got 203 and you got 310. Those are hard. Those are hard ones to move either way. I mean, Kyle, are you looking for anything in particular? Kyle, how would you feel about... Uh... You about to say something real reckless. I can feel it. Kyle, how would you feel about... Um... Here it comes. DeAndre Hopkins, 306, 307, and 309 for... Michael Pittman Jr. And oh, Bam is here. Look who came back after all these weeks. You've been MIA for Michael Pittman Jr. and 310. Okay. Kyle said he's looking for a wide receiver. He said, no way. Damn it. Mm. He said, keep that shit to yourself, boss. 
See, and that's kind of that's the that's the situation. He said Pittman's not being moved. It's a tough one. Mm. Hey man, I, like I said in the chat, Nick Bosa was for sale. He playing a lot of black quarterbacks next year. He's gonna be defensive player of the year. Get it while Wait, it's hot. Hold on. You're talking about Nick Bosa? Yeah, Nick Bosa. You're trying to trade Nick Bosa? Yes. Yo, first off, it's kind of crazy for someone to even come in here trying to trade an IDP like live. And I'm trying or or Hassan Reddit. Yeah. Have two premier pass rushers. It's not gonna take much to move them. You you was gonna release Hassan Reddick if he got traded like he had asked before he took it back. No, I wasn't. Depends on where he goes and the scheme he's in. Hassan can give you double digit sacks every year. You know how I've been really trying to move and people Talk have shown me. interest, but not they're like, oh yeah, that's Dalton Schultz. Okay. He's I like his game. What what's been the like I've been trying what, to throw him in what's deals? Been, what's been some of the offers that you've been getting for Dalton? It's, it's mostly third round picks or like he is part of a deal for a bigger player. Like, but it, it's not enough to, you know. <clears throat> See, you see, you see Kyle's reaction. It's kind of the position I'm in. All these third round picks, people aren't really valuing them enough. And so now I have to look at my roster and I got to make some decisions. Maybe I got to attempt to trade Chase Brown again. Kyle, what is your trading price for maybe a Chase Brown? Would you be willing to give up for a Chase Brown? Um, Jerome Ford, maybe I got to look to move him. I'm trying to hold on to Romeo Dubs and Trey Dahmer. Kyle, I mean, Trey Palmer. Um, you know, I got Keaton Mitchell and Ramondre Stevenson, so I'm trying to hang on to. Nobody really wants to trade for Tucker Craft or Luke Musgrave. Um, so why won't you let I'm me hold Ramondre Stevenson? Why won't you? I would rather, pay a good price for Ramondre, and you keep telling me no. I don't. I just think what what's the asking? I mean, what do you have, my man? That we can build it around two o four. Nah, we can I would go need, from there. For Ramondra, I would need 201 at least. Whew! I almost said the N-word during Black History Month. You and Jason. That have you ever tried to do business with Jason, aka shits and grins? Hey, he traded me Josh Allen. That that man drive a hard bargain. Danny, you're not gonna take one of our most versatile running backs in an, in a new system. If I were to say 201 was on the table. What else would it take for Andre Stevenson? I mean, if uh, if I if I wanted to entertain it, it would it would yeah, it would definitely start with Ramondre and um, like would two hundred one and Dalton Schultz do it? No, no, no. It would it would have to be two hundred two hundred one. Um, uh, honestly, I don't know, man. It would honestly, I would need more picks than players when I look at your. I mean, scroll down to the bottom. I got picks for days. I got three second round picks next year, three thirds next year. I only have one first round pick. I got plenty of picks. 
I think I might do Ramondre for 201 and 209, and I would throw in 301. Let me think about that. Okay. There you go. There you go. Bam. Give me Najee Harris. What? Yo, yo, bam. I'm curious to know. Real talk. Not even trying to clown. If Danny was interested in trading you Najee Harris, what do you think the asking price would need to be? I've sent him a couple offers for Najee. Now let him, let him, let him, just let him, like, you don't have to name specific players, bam. I'm just thinking position groups and or draft picks that you would be looking for. I'm curious to know what you would value Najee Harris that. Not an Arthur Smith alert. Gladys says Gladys. that Arthur Smith alert. While Bam replies to us, ladies and gentlemen, if we haven't already, we want to welcome you to episode 133 of the Speak On It podcast. I am one half of one of the best podcasts ever. Low Mix, joined as always with one of the smoothest bald heads on the East Coast. Of course, today rocking a beanie because it's cold out here and you got to keep your, got it, got it, got to keep, you got to bundle up. It's cold. I shaved out today. Here. It's very cold. He shaved the bald head, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Danny Ocean. Hi. Danny, how are we doing, brother? Oh, we're great. I'm just trying to upgrade this team so we can contend for championships because that's what we there believe we in. We got to get back ladies, to the top of the mountain, ladies and gentlemen. We do have for those on the audio following the audio adventure. We do have answers from Bam, who says, and when asked about what his asking price for Najee will be in a potential dynasty trade, he said he thinks Najee is going to have a big year, like his rookie year next year. So that's I think that's his way of saying there is no trading price. Yeah, because he sees value and. The new system that Najee will be in under Arthur Smith. So ask Bijan how that went. But be, that's when Arthur Smith was the head coach. He won't be the head coach. Okay. Listen, ma'am, this is all I'm gonna say. I got I'm reevaluating and looking at my roster again and here we go. We just got a trade from Kyle. Yo, Kyle. Okay. I don't want Quentin Williams no more or Quentin Williams no more, Kyle. This is Quentin Williams in 310 for Chase Brown. Let's make it. Let's make a a counter. No oh, shit. Yo, I swear to God, my dog opened his mouth as soon as you talked, and I thought my dog was talking to me. And that's that's that. all right. So how high are you right now? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. But bro, I'm. <laughs> are you? I swear to you. No, he his mouth opened pause as soon as you opened your mouth to talk, and I was, I was like, hey, yo, I'm tripping. That's, that shit threw me out. It's because, like, the speaker's on this side where he was. Nah, Gladys Puff. Gladys, Puff. you in Atlanta, Puff Puff Pass. Yes. She's out there in Denver. Kyle, I don't. D and I have both been consuming. Oh, wow. Everybody yeah. on here high tonight. That's crazy. No. 
Oh, brother. You know what one of the funniest stories I have from college is? I had a homie. We were in class one day. And it was these, it, it was a presentation and it was graded. But the, the job was, the goal of this, this presentation was to give someone like a, a, uh, a speech as if you were presenting them with an award and then you would give them an award. Just like, you know, one of them quirky office things where you just give someone like a most whatever, whatever, whatever type of award, right? So he was talking about a kid who everyone thought was coming to class. Hi, Stone. Kid was just a quiet kid. He, he, I mean, okay, no, he did look like sometimes he was puff, you know, firing the, the, the magic act act gun before class, but I mean, he didn't bother no one at the same. So, and also further context, sometimes the teacher sometimes looked like she may be from time to time. She had low eyes, real red, couldn't really keep them open, a little doozy, okay. a little off sometimes, a little ditzy. From time to time. So sometimes people thought, yo, she might have. But, you know, no one really could confirm it. No one, I mean, you know, it was just a funny little, you know what I mean? But no one really thought it was true. Make a long story less long. My man goes up to the top of the class. He's presenting an award to the kid who everyone thinks is coming high. Oh, no. And he starts, and he starts this speech off with, who do y'all think comes to class? <laughs> no, he started. He started off. Hold on, <laughs> don't make me laugh. <laughs> he started off. Hold on, to think about it again. He says, "I got a question for everyone." Look, pans around the room, looking at everyone. He says, "Who do you think here would be the most likely to come to class high?" And and someone's like. Student or teacher? Someone just yelled, student or teacher? And everyone was like, and here come that teacher. Boy, she stood up and she had like the wrath of God in her eyes. I I will have you know that I have never, never came to class under the influence of any type of drug. Never. And for you to even question my professionalism like that is completely underhanded and disrespectful and not needed. And she failed that person? Nah, she let him continue. Who says student or teacher? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, that person failed. I promise you that. Nah, I think they passed. I don't think she could. She couldn't. She had to grade the work fa uh, fairly. But she did let my man finish his story. I mean, his presentation. And he didn't have a backup speech. So he had to keep on with that one. So he said... <laughs> he said, all right. So maybe you don't have to answer the question about who you think comes to class high. But know this. If there is ever a guy that you might think is... Feeling the vibe in class, it's this guy, and then gives him the award. And I think that guy didn't take that award too kindly. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't. And I'll take it a step further. I think for the 
remainder of the three years, anytime I saw that kid like like out and about, he always said, "Yo, next time I see such and such, I'm gonna fuck him up." Oh, whoa. whoa! Is that how y'all got down out there? No, I guess he just didn't like that comment. Just a classless. Imagine somebody is like a graded, a graded presentation. You got to go up there and you're graded on giving somebody else an award. That's how your grade is made. And what you say, your delivery, your charisma, your enthusiastic communications class. It's like one of the entry level freshman year classes. That's that, and that someone, doesn't happen on grounds. And somebody took time and grades out their day to direct it directly at you and say you come to class. Ha! 100% ready. I would I agree with the kid who got the award. He was ready to fight. But you can't fight in college, not in class. I don't think I don't think no, they didn't do it in class, but I'm talking about when I seen him at like bars and stuff like That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. You can fight at a bar years at down, a party. Years down the road. He said, yo, now I'm going to fuck him up. And every time. He said, yo, man, you got to tell me where such and such is. I got to fuck him up. I didn't oh, know. Wow. He, 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 had some, he had on his head. He had a bounty I mean, out. Listen, that, that stuff might stick with you. Someone test you like that, question a little bit of your, you know what I mean? Especially Did if, he say high off weed or is he just saying high in general? Because he might have taken it as, oh, he think I'm a cokehead. No, I thought I think he said hi in general. He just said hi in general. Oh, then yeah, I would take that as disrespectful too, because that can mean a plethora of things. I could be, be on that coke, I could be on meth, that I could be booger sugar, booger sugar, weed, perk, molly. That's a whole lot of stuff to be high off. Ladies and Pain gentlemen, killers. Yeah, man. We I here at the Speak On It podcast just want to encourage you to not do drugs. And if you do, make sure you're doing them responsibly. Make sure you have a designated Please don't driver. do drugs. Please don't do that. And, and if you're out here, one of these people who are doing stuff like meth, doing stuff like uh, uh, heron, heron. Listen, this is all I'm going to say. You... Crack. <laughs> if someone pull out a crack pipe in your presence, <laughs> walk <laughs> That'd be crazy shit. You know, like when they used to hide crack pipes in their sleeve, like there used to be like a little a little sonic like part. I feel like, like I met some I feel like I met some crackheads recently. I feel, I feel like I see I think I'm seeing what they're moving like. I think I see how they're moving. They moving. <laughs> they, <laughs> Is that crack? <laughs> Have you ever seen anyone smoke crack? No, I'm not from the 80s. Listen, y'all see I've his never, age coming out? That's his age coming I've out. I've never seen it. someone smoke crack, but I've wanted to that watch someone crack. smoke crack. Hey, that brother was that brother was growing up in the crack era. I was no, I was born very late 80s. I was not old enough oh, to see yeah. crack. Nah, that's listen. Glad that you was, seen someone smoke crack. By the, time, by the time by the I time you okay. came around though, Danny, they had figured out that crack was that stuff. So they was they was I've seen someone snort coke. I've never seen someone smoke crack. Gladys said she didn't seen someone do crack. I hope they're okay, Gladys. I don't know the story, so I can't laugh because it could be something serious. It could be something serious. Do you know? I'm no, I'm laughing at you saying, imagine somebody just <laughs> just like pulling a crack pipe out their sleeve. You'd be like, that's what they used to do. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm telling you. Like there would be a special that's what, uh, you on it, you on it. <laughs> 
You on a bus? <laughs> you on a bus and someone just put broom, you on the bus. You on the bus going. You on the bus going to work, man. You just trying to. You just trying to make. You trying to make it to the next destination. You trying to go to work. Someone pull out a crack pipe and. Let me tell you something. Someone willing to pull out crack. Was pipe the eighties not crazy. If someone is willing to smoke crack out in public, I ain't saying nothing. If you're willing to smoke crack in public, you're probably willing to kill in public. I'm good on that. Where's smoke the correlation? Away. Where's the correlation there? That's crazy. Someone plows just smoking crack in front of you. What you gonna do? Laugh? We had the Super Bowl, man. We had the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Glad said he's selling roses at the 7 Eleven. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> what are we talking about, man? We had the Super Bowl, man. Listen, listen. This 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 podcast, of course, is brought to you by goingfortwolive.com. Danny, where can they always go to go to live goingfortwolive.com for? Well, you can't go to going for two live for a crack pipe, but you can go for fantasy needs. Uh as you as you heard us talk in the very beginning, Dynasty Trades. Uh, the season never stops in Dynasty, so head over to goingfortwolive.com for your Dynasty needs. If you're starting a Dynasty League, if you're eight years in the Dynasty League, if you're interested in starting a Dynasty League or any type of fantasy. Um, I know Jeff has been releasing his uh, his rookie class rankings. Yep. As folks prepare for the draft. Gladys has some great content. Kyle's been writing his ass off. Wow. Kyle actually yeah. has a separate Packers podcast that's nonstop. I feel like he does seven episodes a week. Like every time I go in the group chat, Kyle has like another episode. I that think Kyle and me are, are Kyle, like myself, or I think we're very excited at the Packers and what they have and the money they could potentially work with. Maybe. You know, by saving, you know, some money by cutting some folks. And it's just interesting roster choice they have to make. So, ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Sunrun always putting out great content as well as many other great folks here going for two. Gladys, Jeff. Um, I can't wait to put crack in the show notes. That's going to be great. Oh, brother. That's, we can leave that off. The, the viewers, when they hear that in little five, <laughs> we can just, that's just a nugget in there. Uh, speaking of nuggets, there were some, some Niners who didn't find any gold on Sunday. Ah. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, it was Super Bowl Sunday in, in America. It was San Francisco 49ers. It was the Kansas City Chiefs. It was part two of their Super Bowl matchup. Can we just make fun of the Niners? You want to be professional? Here's what I'll say. Remember last week. I came in here and I said, I think the Niners are going to score a touchdown early, and I think they're going to struggle to score points. I said they were going to not score any more points, but I was essentially leading to they were going to struggle. They were going mm-hmm. to score a touchdown and struggle for the rest of the game. Do you want to know something funny about that? I don't mean to cut you off, and I text sure. you this. So at halftime, the score is 10-3. to 3. And my wife and I were watching the game, and she turns around to me, and she said, this is exactly what Darius said was going to happen. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. She's like, he said this was going to happen. Listen, man, that boy a prophet. Listen, sometimes you just know, and then sometimes you just know, and I just knew. I had a good feeling. Listen, if you looked at the Chiefs, uh, who the Chiefs had played on the road to making, making the Super Bowl, Played Miami, one of the number one offenses in the league, albeit yep. a cold night, but you were in there playing in the cold too. You still won. You then go to Buffalo, another top 10 deep, a top 10 offense. They had a running game that had been working. You find a way to win in Buffalo. 
You then go to Baltimore, one of the, if not the best team all year, offensively and defensively, yep. found a way to shut them down too. I just looked at that and I said, yo, if you can, if you can look Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Tyree Kill all in the eyes and say we're better than you and we can beat you, we're the we are the boogeyman. I think you could do the same. Yo, Steve Spagnolo doesn't get enough credit for his his adjustments in game, his game plans, especially in in big games. You know, I know the defense. I mean, we we talked about it all year. They were a big staple of what the Chiefs their identity this year. They're definitely yeah. defensive led. Um, what, what I mean, what are your thoughts, man? What do you think? Sorry to use your government, Kyle pointed that out. And I, I was just so amazed that she was like, "Yeah, he said that." Anywho, that man looked in the camera after the game and said, "We wanted the ball third. <laughs> <laughs> the genius, the one y'all keep telling me we need to kiss the ring. Didn't even know the rules and tried to blame it on the analytics guy." Wait, say that again. So the people who didn't hear. Okay. So after the game, as you know, went to overtime, the 49ers wanted to receive the ball first, and the players after the game admitted they did not know that the overtime rules during the postseason reflects more like college football than the regular season. The regular season, if you get the ball in overtime and score a touchdown, the game is over. But in the postseason, each team gets the chance to possess the ball no matter what happens. So the smart thing to do is defer so you know what you have to get in order, you know, after the, the other team's offense is on the field. Anywho, after the game, the players admitted, yeah, we know that. And then Kyle Shanahan says, well, you know, we talked to the analytics guys and we wanted the ball third. His theory was we score, they score, and then it's sudden death. That's the man y'all keep telling me is a genius we want the ball and we want it third so uh, let me ask you something this one or we want the ball and we're going to score and then throw in a pick six right afterwards 100 percent this because that cost you the super bowl like that playoff game was hilarious right but that was the divisional round this legitimately cost you a championship essentially if you were to if you were to give a sentence to describe this game, I would say this. The 40, well, a couple sentences to describe to this game. The 49ers went up 10 early. The Chiefs walked them down into overtime. Yep. They straight up walked them down. Scoring. Listen, you got to give credit to San Fran's defense because they were making plays. 100%. Like, if I'm and San Fran's defense, I'm pissed. They, I mean, they were playing well enough to keep them within the game and they had every opportunity the offense do you realize like after the chris mccaffrey fumble and then the touchdown they really never i don't know if they really scored another touchdown the rest of the game i think they they got in the end zone three times after that and only got three or six points like it's the thing about the 49ers maybe they they scored another touchdown and missed the extra point no so juan so juan jennings had the screen to christian mccaffrey and then Juwan Jennings caught one because he's the only player other than Nick Foles who was thrown in. You're right. So they scored two touchdowns and then yep. they missed the extra point. And then yeah, he got blocked. When that was the game, I just if I'm the 49 because the 49ers defensive line played the best game of the season, right? They kept and Tony Romo harped on it all night, like they kept their their rush lane integrity, like they kept Patrick in the pocket. They didn't let Patrick do Patrick things, 
and it still wasn't enough. Like that's got to be the most deflating thing. Yeah, Gladys, San Francisco didn't get a first down in the third quarter. In the third quarter or in the second they, half? The third quarter, the 49ers did not get a first down. You're not going to win against Patrick Mahomes if you don't put pressure on him. I mean, I, I mean, pressure with points. Yeah, like, yes, you, you have to make Patrick run a marathon, which he can do, right? There's nothing. I feel like going up 10 is the worst thing you can do against Mahomes. It's like, I'd rather be down 10. Maybe he'll get a little bit more lax with the ball. Like maybe he won't be as serious because it feels like as soon as he's down 10, you know, the picture of the guy playing the game, he's sitting up, then he leans forward. Like that's Patrick. Oh, oh, now it's a challenge. Let's go. Do you, so you mentioned the 49ers defense, right? That defensive line, keeping their wrestling and integrity. Do you think it showed on Kansas city's defense, the way their game plan, which is obviously playing a little bit more single high uh, safety and really putting the pressure on their secondary to hold up against some of these all pro pass catchers and then letting their defense and their linebackers just get after Brock Purdy and really confuse them. When you look at that game plan, how much is that do you think surprises you in a league that really runs a lot of too high safety looks? I think it really threw, I don't think the 49ers are expecting so much man. Like they, the, the Chiefs are like, yo, we're better than you. We're going to lock up these. We're going to close these screens down. We're going to play up close and we're going to tackle. And that's how we're going to beat you. I mean, that's what happened. Like there really wasn't a lot of yak opportunity. There was a, the Christian McCaffrey trick play. Like that was some yak. But usually the stuff that the 49ers like to run that's near the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage or putting their positions. I mean, Brandon Ayuk had a couple of big plays. But like other than that, like what? What did the 49ers do? Like they Debo did nothing. Ayuk had a couple of plays. Kittle did nothing. Like the the, the Chiefs, like, yo, we're better than you. We're gonna play you straight up. And we dare Brock Purdy to make a throw. Right. Who said that after was a Legarius Sneed after the game? Yeah. Was like, yo, we wanted to stop the run and we wanted to make um Brock Purdy throw the ball. Which, if you're a quarterback, if you're one of these Brock Purdy truthers, should tell you all you need to know about what everyone else thinks of Brock Purdy. So Bam in the chat uh, says Cam Newton's maybe the best QB analyst. He, he uh, ain't been wrong all playoffs. He I wasn't think wrong. But I also think, and he said it many times, when he says game manager, it's not as an insult. But, and he's right. There are only so many game changers, like someone who, a quarterbacks who can put the game on their, and flip it on the head. It's like Mahomes and Josh Allen, Joe. I'm not going to put Justin Herbert in there. I'm so sick of seeing Justin Herbert rank top five, top six. That's that Jalen Hurts hate from me. That's that Jalen I'm not saying I'm not saying Jalen's one of those guys. I just – I'm not saying Justin is. What's up, Jamie, in the chat? Uh, up, so you mentioned, you mentioned game changers. Here's a game changer for you. Chris Jones. <sighs> Buddy. He, he was – He's about to get paid, and he was putting the team on his back. What do you think about how he was able to pressure Brock Purdy in that uh, in overtime? Right, we're going into overtime now. Mm-hmm. The game's tied up. Uh, I think it was nineteen all or twenty two yep. all. Twenty. 19- no, it was nineteen all. Nineteen all. Yeah, it was nineteen all. We're tied up at uh, nineteen all. What did you think about that play on third down by Chris Jones? Was that not? Did you see that play? I did and double teamed and was still was able to get enough pressure to force a bad throw to essentially 
keep them from converting on third down, make force them to kick the uh kick the field goal to guarantee the points, and then knowing that you got a boogeyman on the other side. Yeah, I I think that's why he's one of the top three or four defensive tackles in football, defensive linemen. Like that's that's what you pay him for. Like that's what I would say he's one of the top ten to fifteen football players, regardless of position. Oh, hey, I'd I'd be willing to have that conversation. I can he says he wants be... to get paid Aaron Donald money if you're the Chiefs. And, whoa, player. hell yeah. Aaron Donald is the floor. Aaron Donald is the floor. If I'm Chris Jones, really? I want I want defensive end money. I don't want D tackle money. I want Miles Garrett money. I want TJ Watt money. I think that would I think that would be tough. I think they might be able to get him on like some smaller deals. Nah, so. dog. Back to back Super Bowl champion, and he is the guy who made the play. Here's the thing: he wants to come back, and it's hard to pass up on the opportunity to three peat. So I could see more than likely a, a smaller one to two year deal like he played on this year, just because. Listen, after this three-peat year, I mean, now let's look at it. No, You're looking he's at He's older. Me. He's 28, right? Like, this might be his last chance. Yeah, he's 29. No, 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 no. This your last chance to make your money. Get the money. Three-peating is cool. Getting your money is better. Gladys says Jones is uh, his Chris Jones's contract allows the Chiefs to franchise tag him. Um, and Kyle says, to be fair, Chris Jones plays enough defensive end to to go get that edge rusher money, which I also agree yeah, with. that's so uh, he, they come to me with Aaron Donald contract and I'll try again, but put TJ Watts money in there. Come on, what play in the Super Bowl and overtime as the Chiefs were driving? Did you know them boys got it? This I thing was, they as, score soon as, as soon as it went to overtime, I was like, that's it. Pat ain't losing. As soon Tell as me. it went to overtime, I was like, Pat ain't losing. I will Here's say. My, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. You were talking. I was just saying, I did. Like, there's no way the Super Bowl can end in a tie. The clock would have kept running. But the clock was running at the end overtime. And I was like, call timeout, call timeout, call timeout. Like, I was screaming, call timeout. And then Tony Romo was like, Here comes Tony Romo. Guys, the clock can run out. The games are going to continue to go on, and I was like, yep. "Oh yeah, that's right." Yep, they were just going to go to se- second OT. They were they were going to because if they didn't score, uh, was it fourth down? Uh, it was third because I remember Tony saying, "Oh, you got a big th- no." Was it fourth down? It might have been. No, I think it was third. I think it was third because I think third, Romo third was saying, third, yeah. "Yeah, I think he was talking about the play call and what you do." If you don't get it, and then they scored. If I'm not mistaken, if anyone in the chat, if I'm wrong, I did yeah. like as soon as. But for me, as soon as it went to overtime, like as soon as Pat tied it and went to overtime, like he ain't losing. He don't walk you down. Now he gonna slit your throat. Here's my thing: the way the way the game was going, right in in overtime, and I'm watching this drive, man. And Pat Mahomes and the boys, they dealing like he's. Slain the Travis, like you saw, you, you saw what it you saw how they started out. One thing Aaron Rodgers always says is in a two minute situation, the first first down is the most important. And anytime yeah, I watch a two minute drill, two minute drill, I always pay attention to that first first down because if you get it fast, then I'm like, oh yeah, they're about to go score. And sure enough, first one, 
Boom. Who does he hit? Travis Kelsey. Boom. Then they come right back to him again. Then they hit uh, Rasheed Rice for that for that uh, little yep, no on the, yeah on, on the, the little scramble on the little shallow. Boom. Yep. Got him going. Then my man, my homie himself on like a read option. He listen. That's when I knew. Me. I said, "Oh, bro." I said, "Oh, bro's not losing. Bro, not losing. Bro, not losing." If you will listen, remember because Tony Romo was, himself was talking about how they don't really run quarterback uh, sneaks and stuff like that ever since he got hurt or whatever in that one yeah. year. In, oh Indy. boy, oh boy! I guarantee you, the 49ers game plan for a lot of Patrick Mahomes scrambling—they did not expect to be like in a read option run, take it and go. And he stood in there. He took a few hits too. He did. That's what I was, I yeah, like, like, like I'm saying, like the deep, like the Niners got pressure with four consistently. Like they did everything you're supposed to do to beat Patrick Mahomes, and it still didn't work. Like that's got to be the most. Like it's one thing if Patrick is just on a heater. It's like, oh, it's just Patrick's day. No, 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 no. We did everything right. We got pressure with four. We we're able to drop seven. Didn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's Patrick. Could you say that Brock Purdy looked the boogeyman in his eyes? Hell no. Brock Purdy played like shit. We got to stop this man. Mm, Brock Purdy's stat line was terrible. Tell you the truth. He had some nice throws, no doubt. But this notion that he proved himself, he pissed all over himself. He missed Debo in the end zone. That Ayuk throw was terrible. You can put that on Ayuk. You can say Ayuk stopped running. Some of that was good defense, though. Because there was some really good defense being. No, nah, we, we keep talking about Brock Purdy like he's this. Nah, dog. Brock Purdy played like shit. We got to stop this. We got to. If any other quarterback who we think is good had that stat line, we'd be killing them. Hold on. Let but, me pull up. Let me read this out nah, loud. No, no, no. My, no, my, no, no. Hold on, my brother. I got us. I got us. Don't you worry. Okay. Don't you worry. You tell me. How you could watch that game and tell me that Brock Purdy didn't put on and didn't look Patrick Beard. Tell read, read his stats to me. All right, there we go. Because because I got him in front of me. It was the, it was the most Brock Purdy. Here's the thing about the Brock Purdy Super Bowl. Whatever you believe about about Brock Purdy solidified in the Super Bowl. If you think he's good, you thought he played a good game. If you, if you think he's just a yak merchant who is a little bit mid, you could say the same thing. All right. Brock you got Purdy. it because I got him right here. I got it. I got it. Hold on. Box score. Come on. Man. Bro, they they scored nine points in the second half. You're just not going to beat anyone. Nope. Brock Purdy, 23 of 38, 255 yards, and a touchdown pass. His QBR Mahomes, 69. I got 89, 89.3. On ESPN, that says 89.3 is his QB rating. His QBR is 69.8, so 70. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's my bad. I read it wrong. Damn. Here's Patrick Mahomes. 34 of 46, 333 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Well, what's his QBR? 
Uh, I can't see actually on this one. Can you see it? No, I, I only had Purdy. Let me see if I can find Patrick real quick. Give me one second. Man, Patrick Mahomes was also the leading rusher. Nine rushes of 66 yards. Mm-hmm. With a long of 22. Travis Kelsey, nine for 93. Miko Hardman, five for 57. What a cool story. How about the, how about how about uh not only Miko Hardman, how about Marquez Valdez Scanlon? Yeah, he called a lot of flag. Marquez Valdez. Listen, from Super Bowl, for, I'm not from Super Bowl, from Green Bay to two-time Super Bowl champ. How about Marquez Valdez Scanlon? I think we said it last week. Don't be surprised if you see a MVS game. That boy dangerous. And on the 49ers side, I mean Chris McCaffrey boy. I mean, he was at work almost 200 yards of total yep. offense. Uh I mean, he was putting in that work. Brandon, you got some good stuff. Debo, you know, he got hurt. He was just trying to tough it out. So, listen, let me ask you this. If you're the Niners, how are you looking at this team going into next year? Well, they're in cap hell, right? You think so? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, hold on. I, I think I have found. Yeah, so Patrick's QBR was 76. Um. Yes, he does. Bam man. asks if Kadarius Tony. He asks if Kadarius Tony. Ring. He absolutely does. Um. You, you think he's taking uh, it? Yeah, he should take it. He a two-time Super Bowl champion. Paul. So yeah, Gladys. Gladys makes the point that Kelsey got all his stats after Greenlaw got hurt. Do you think the 49ers win this game if Greenlaw does not get hurt? It's honestly hard to say because he was so amped up early in the game who's to say he doesn't get hurt regardless that's such a freak yeah. accident that at first it was funny because i thought he just tripped and then it was like here come the car and and I was like, like now he just walked yeah so i'm gonna be honest i know this i don't it felt like Fred Warner was uh, guarding. I was about to say Fred. Time, Fred Warner, Kelsey ate him up in the fourth quarter. I mean, Fred was tired. That defense had been on the field for a very long time, and I agree, Gladys. They would not have won because Brock Purdy is still your quarterback. I'm sorry. So you think next year the same thing? I mean, they're going to have to run the back with Purdy. But how much of their defense and or team in general is coming back? Because I think Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. You saw his, what his brother's posting. He might be a free is agent. Chase Young, maybe. a free agent. I think I thought he might let be. Let me see. Let's see. See who the free agents are next year. While you do that, Jamie has an interesting question. Kadarius Tony has more rings than Tyreek Hill, so he must be better, right? According to some folks. Yeah, that's see what Skip Bayless does to the mind. Yeah, according, the, according to the, some folks. In the new sports. Jamie, the answer to your question is no. Oh, buddy. This team's going to look a whole lot different next year. The big names, Randy Gregory, Chase Young, uh, Ken Law's a free agent, Gibson, their safety, uh, Matt Pryor, Ray Ray McLeod. So, yeah, they're they're, Juwan Jennings is a restricted free agent. So the the core is going to be there. You're just like some role players, and Chase Young's the big one. I don't know where Brandon Ayuk is thinking. Maybe he thinks he's going to get traded or demand a trade. I don't know. 
how funny would it be for Brandon Ike to demand a trade after an all pro season like that? Hey, this is, I mean, this is when you do it. This is when you have the leverage. Yeah, I, he could say he want to get paid somewhere else, and if they say they don't want to pay him because of cap space, and he says trade me, then boom, hey Green Bay. Let me ask you a random, another another random Go question: Is Travis Kelsey a crazy ass? One thousand percent. Can we talk about him and Andy Reid for a second? Because there's a whole lot of pearl clutching, and I understand the undertone okay. to this. AJ Brown said, "If that were me, I'd be thrown out of the league." One hundred percent agreed. But am I the only one who doesn't think it's not that big of a deal? Like it's a big deal, but not as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. Because it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, it I mean, felt like it was an accident. Him running into Reed, or is that just me? Uh, I don't know if he meant to like run after him. I think he meant to just kind of like yell and like yeah, maybe, like shake his fist out in front, like. Come on, don't take me out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, like an old man, but I think that's what he was saying. Yeah, he said, he said, he was, he said, keep me in. Yeah. So I think, yeah, he was, he's telling the Cuban man, don't really take him out. And so, uh, yeah, I, I can understand why, you know, on the outside looking, especially in slow motion, it doesn't really yeah. look the best. But Andy Reid and, uh, and Travis Kelsey, they love each other. They, and they're in the biggest game of the season trying to win a championship. So, where is the understanding of the emotions going through? See, I think a lot of this comes from people who've never really played a sport. And I feel like unless you've played a sport, you understand some of the high pressure, very emotional moments that go on in some of these sporting events. And I'm not just talking about um, individual of football. I'm just talking about it in general. So they can only get heightened when you're playing on these huge stages. Um, if, if you guys thought this was like emotional, you should be around – uh, the athletes in the locker rooms, in these playoff games and Super Bowl games, NBA finals games, NBA playoff games, or take it off of that. What about the athletes in the locker rooms of some of these World Cup teams, some of these Olympic teams, some of these Olympic track runners and when they're going through warmups? You've you've I'm not I'm not condoning this behavior because I don't think you should ever put your you know hands on a coach. I don't think it was intentional to Danny's point, but guys. If you've been around enough sports and enough locker rooms and enough really high-pressured situations or sporting events, this is the least of your worries of like people who may need to get checked out after this sporting event. Oh, I think according to the chat, we tripping. Um, so Gladys, said, yeah, Gladys said she she played and I, she never bumped and got in the face of a coach. Kyle says Kelsey is kind of an asshole for doing that, but there are also far worse things that football players have done. Aaron Hernandez. Oh, brother. Um, glad I said player on player is different than player on coach. Very true. Bam, of course, is going to play the favorite card of all during the month of February, the race card. He says when it's a white player, they always say he's a competitor. A black player, they would arrest. Here's Which there's truth to that. There is AJ Brown said it. If he had done the same thing. He might have got thrown out. There's, well, there's definitely that side of the coin. Well, here's here's the thing, AJ Brown. You play for an Italian-looking man, and you don't play for a bigger, heavier set. What does that um, have to do with it? What is it? Where are you getting man. at? The Italian man looked like he might call the police. Andy <laughs> Reid looked like he's just going to understand the situation in the moment and, and make make jokes about it. Who do you think would? 
actually be offended about it and maybe make a big deal about a situation like that? And who do you think would play it off because they're in the Super Bowl and they recognize the situation? If it was Stefan Diggs, they might still be talking, but then some people would also might say it might be payback for the 9-11 comment. So, ladies and gentlemen, who knows? I mean, I agree with him on that front. Jamie says, what if he's half white, half black? Community service? Nah, he'd still be treated. Jamie, you always come in with the light skin, dark skin questions. My brother, are you trying to tell us something? Um, Kyle says, to be fair, Adams got charged for the camera guy incident. Yeah, yeah like 100, like Kelsey is wrong, 1,000%. Like Kyle said earlier, he yelled at Andy Reid on purpose. I get it. But like maybe because I went on Facebook and people were like, he should be suspended. You should never. You should. I saw people like you should bench him. Man, shut up. You should bench him. He must. He must beat women. Like whoa. I'm like whoa. Where are we? Yo, relax. relax. Travis Kelsey is not here to raise your children. Oh, what about the children, dog? He trying to win a championship and go home with Taylor. Because you got to fight your for your right to party, as he said. Um, listen, the Chiefs are already talking about a three-peat. 100%. think it's possible? I ain't been against Patrick Mahomes again. Hell yeah, anything possible with 15. That brother different. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't think it's possible. Because y'all, y'all can be afraid of 15, but I've seen a man who looked Mahomes in the eyes and said he ain't scared. Yeah, he lives in Philadelphia. And he lives brother. in Philadelphia. Fuck no. That brother lives and plays in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Ain't nobody think Hold that. on now. Hold on now. We're not going to talk like Jalen didn't play last think. year's Super Bowl. I mean, I think about no Eagles, man. Y'all got a lot to show people. We, we, the people are disappointed after how we saw y'all in y'all season. 1,000%. But we're not going to act like Jalen didn't go toe-to-toe with Mahomes and play better than him. He lost. He lost, but he played better. He okay. He but he lost. That's true. First place. First place. He's listen. He's the second place winner. First place loser. One hundred percent. So you think a three peat is possible? Listen, I'm not. I how I'm did you ever he believe that Brady could ever three peat? And if you were. Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback that's ever walked this planet. Well, Aaron Rodgers has still played football. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback to ever walk this planet. Patrick Mahomes is Jordan. Like those comps. Yep, he's Jordan. I ain't listen. He Jordan? He Jordan. Are you sure? He has been a starter for six years. He has been to six AFC championship games, won three Super Bowls. Three Super Bowl MVPs and three regular season MVPs. So there's a 50% chance every year that Patrick Mahomes is going to win the Super Bowl. Those odds are amazing. Yeah. I think about my favorite player and his record in some of these NFC Championship games, and it's heartbreaking. Listen, Bam, you can call it knob goblin all you want. He looked your boy in the eye and said, kiss my ass and beat him at home. Had him playing outside of himself. Mm, bam, he talk about them Ravens. He, he about yeah, them Ravens. he walked into Baltimore, big bad Baltimore, and looked him in the eye and said, Hey dog, this is my house. This mm, this arrowhead south. His house now. This arrowhead south. And you, know, think, and you know the thing about Mahomes? 
he has won Super Bowls in different ways. The first time it was just offense, offense, offense. It's like Tom Brady's career, but in reverse, like Tom's first couple. Well, Super in different Bowls. ways, but he's trailed by ten in each of them. So let's. He's trailed by double digits in each of them. I'm just listen, man. Who? It, someone in the chat listening on the audio adventure. What team right now would you take over the Chiefs to win next year? Go pack, go! We'll not be there right yet. there. We're gonna be in the Super Bowl, and mark my words, we're gonna beat the damn Kansas City Chiefs, and we're gonna end a dynasty, and then we're gonna start a new one, the dynasty okay. of JL Ten Jordan. You can't, you can't even win the AFC North. You should focus NFC. on that first. NFC North, and focus sir. focus on beating the Lions. Focus on Which being the Cowboys. Crazy! I hey, I'm not I'm not out here talking about the Eagles are going to kill a dynasty and start a new dynasty. I just trying to win the NFC East, and we'll go from there. Yes, yeah, y'all struggle to win that NFC East. Trust me. Ask Dan Campbell and them what happened last time they was matched up one on one with the Packers. Killers. And bam, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are symbiotic. They are yeah. Venom and, and Eddie Brock. Like one cannot exist without the other. So to Can't say Andy is the man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We've seen Andy without Patrick, and we know what that looks like. Donovan We've never McNabb. seen Patrick without Andy. Donovan McNabb in the Super Bowl with a little alcohol on his breath calling a few plays. Throwing up in the huddle. TL saying, Dan- boy, I'm out here Dan- on a broken leg. But Danny will tell you he's a hall. Of, he's a Hall of Fame QB. I've never said Donovan McNabb is a Hall of Famer. I have never said that. You Donovan is not a Hall of Famer. You definitely defended him, though. Yeah, I said he's a good quarterback. He ain't a Hall of Famer. Just like Eli Mann is not a Hall of Famer. I know he up for the Hall of Fame next year. He is not a Hall of Famer. Yes, but he's got two. He is not a Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. You can't His hate on it. Win loss record is five hundred. He okay. is not a Hall of Famer. And he's got two rings, and he beat Kyle. Research. Can you look up Hall of Fame NFL quarterbacks and tell me the win percentage of those quarterbacks? Does anyone have a win percentage his, under but, sixty? But you got to look at the whole body of work because he's nope. beating some greats to win some championships. Nope, we're not gonna let him ride OCU Manure and Michael Strahan to the Hall That's of Fame. Hate. That's hate because he had to make some crazy throws and some players had to make some crazy catches. Plexico Burris had to make some crazy catches and. Nah, dog. We Eli Man is not a Hall of Famer. Not now. Not ever. He's going to get in because of his last name, but he's not a Hall of Famer. This is hate. This is truth. Bam says, when Andy Reid is done, I'm ready for the Mahomes drop-off. Bam, let me tell you this. Your hate is sad. Your it's hate pathetic. needs to be gotten over. And I know you're a Ravens fan, but listen, if Lamar can't hold that hate in... Neither should you try. He walked that. into Baltimore and looked Lamar in the face and said, LOL, cute season, fam. Enjoy your MVP ceremony. Oh, bam. This is nasty hate. This is Ladies and gentlemen, bam also we added. Even- <laughs> you know, you're right. We shouldn't bam. What is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. When I thought about overtime and I looked at it again, do you remember that image of Patrick Mahomes just throwing his helmet and rolling? In the end yeah. zone. I just thought about it, man. I kept watching over and over again. And I was just like, look at the jubilation and the happiness of all these players, all these coaches, all that hard work, 
only 31 teams, all they can do is watch and be hurt. Because only one team gets that real satisfying, gratifying finish of being called champions. And it's been the Chiefs 50% of the time the last six years. Bam said the Ravens lost because they ran the ball six times. That's not on Lamar. The mystique of Patrick Mahomes is so great, he got your coordinator calling plays outside of himself, trying to be cute. Trying to throw him off. Trying to trying give him a look they haven't seen before. We, I'll keep talking like the mystique of Patrick Mahomes is not real. It is 100% real, and teams keep folding under it. Josh and Allen, the Packers. Lamar Jackson. I mean, the Eagles beat the, the Chiefs, too. Yeah, but y'all was... <sighs> Oh, okay. The the win doesn't matter because it wasn't. We beat them handedly. That's the difference. We beat them okay. handedly, start to All finish. Right. They knew who the better team was. Okay. Kyle, come let on, me, man. Let me let me let me know when that banner go up in Green Bay. Beat the Chiefs in the regular season. This is what I'm talking about. This is the mystique of Patrick Mahomes. We out here bragging about regular season wins against him. That's like the Undertaker at WrestleMania before the Brock the Brock match. Who and you, you think Jordan loved Brock Lesnar? Yes. Okay. This is not a Chiefs beanie. It is a red beanie. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I do appreciate greatness when I see it, bam. Like y'all out here, you so busy hating, like y'all LeBron haters. Y'all so busy hating on Braun. You can't appreciate bronze greatness. Same thing with Patrick. You so out, y'all out here hating on Patrick, and you now, can't appreciate. This is what I'm gonna add as well. If you are a brother and took time out your day to root for Brock Purdy over Patrick Mahomes, hey dog, I know, I know Nick Bosa. He going to a rally tonight. Not a, not a red hat rally. A white hood rally. I know he's sick. Where did Nick Bosa get this narrative from? Where did the Bosa? <laughs> it get comes it? back from when he was at Ohio State, <laughs> and it's so funny because he wears Jordan ones. I guess his cleats. Now that came back did, when he was in Ohio State. And where did Jordan, where, where did Jordan say about Republicans? They wear shoes too. They, they said. buy shoes too. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Someone, someone dynasty trade for Nick Bosa. He playing against a whole lot of black quarterbacks next year. He gonna be angry. Listen to this. So Kyle said, as far as he can tell, Sonny Jorgensen and Joe Namath are the only two QB, uh, the only only two Hall of Fame QBs with losing records. Joe Namath is in. I'm gonna tell you right now, Eli Manning's getting in. No. Joe Namath brought a championship to New York through the Jets, guaranteed it. Eli beat Tom Brady twice in the. Beginning. There is a mystique about Joe Namath that Eli does not have. Brother, he beat. What do you mean? Tom was shaking a little bit those after that first one. If Eli Manning gets in the Hall of Fame, everybody gets in the Hall of Fame. Nick Foles gets in the Hall of Fame. He beat Brady. No, because Nick Foles doesn't have the body work that Eli does. Eli Nick Foles has a better record than Eli Manning. Okay. You need to stop it. Eli Manning has longevity. That's I see what you're doing. Eli Manning is not a Hall of Fame. You need to stop it. Not now, not ever. This narrative and the angle that you're pushing is nasty, and you know it. Eli Man is not a Hall of Famer. This is nasty, and I'm, he, he I'm is going to get in first ballot. And Dante Culpepper should go kick someone's knees in. Well, now that's a whole different argument that you're having. But Bam, Bam it's hard to get NFL Hall of Fame. That's not true. Basketball. Bam, be talking about 
the NFL Hall of Fame is the hardest thing to get in. What the hell do Bam be talking about? Bam, can you? you... <laughs> Never mind. One o two, brother. I'll tell you what. Did I not call that? You did. I thought I was gonna get one o one, but one o two. I wouldn't. I can tell you right now that the offers I'd be getting for one o one is probably crazy. I'll tell you right now, if I was to offer one o two out to the public, I'd get some offers. You should put on the trade block. I'm gonna put one o one on the trade block for fun. They ain't going nowhere. I'm, I ain't going to get anyone's hopes up. Speaking of getting someone's hopes up, the Lakers, 28 and 26, they add Spencer Dinwiddie to the roster. Big deal or no deal? Massive deal. Spencer Dinwiddie, I was hoping he would pick the Mavericks and come home, but he decided not to. That's a big deal for the Lakers. Now, the problem is going to be Darvin Ham is going to do some stupid stuff with Spencer Dinwiddie, but the fact that he is in L.A., hilarious not hilarious but it's a very big deal what do you think of the future D'Lo Spencer Dinwiddie Austin Reeves AD LeBron lineups are going to be out there that's that bullshit I'm talking about <laughs> how, deep, how deep in the pockets do you think his hands are going to be <laughs> he's going to be touching his knees yo listen this is how I know people People, people that know me know I'm a Lakers fan. Yo, you know how many times a, a week I have to I have to have full conversations with people about Darvin hands. I mean, Darvin Ham and those hands and pockets. One of my coworkers just started calling them Darvin hands. That's hilarious. Like he's gonna do some things with, like, Dinwiddie Team goes on a 14-0 run. Here he go, hands and hey, pockets. That's, that's that's you know who does that? That's the Jason Kidd special. Oh man. <laughs> A 30 to 2 run. What do you want me to do about it? Y'all the one playing. Oh man. Um, are you excited for any of the NBA all-star events this weekend? Big deal. No. no. I don't think I'm, I'm interested in Sabrina versus Steph in the three-point contest. But you think Steph you think Steph loses? Good night, Gladys. Night, Gladys. Appreciate you. No, dogs. He's Steph Curry. He's the he greatest shooter ever. Ever can Sabrina handle the big big lights? I think so, though. She can. Like it's going to be interesting, but like it's going to be all fun and cute. And then Steph going to be like, "All right, that was cool. Time to take over." We'll see. Who do you think wins the? Uh, well, I, I don't know who the slam dunk participants are, but I'll tell you what. Here's what I'm, I'm still going to watch though. Matt McClung. If you do it two years in a row, just know the Black Congregation will be talking to you. Um, listen, a little WWE talk, but it's a big thing that happened. So last week we had the WrestleMania press conference in Philly. They're starting to get ramped up. It's WrestleMania season. I'm already getting excited. So excited. I had to call my dad and tell him, yo, you got to hop on my NBC Peacock account. And Damn it. I was going to ask you if I can borrow it. Yeah. I told him he could hop on it and just start watching it because it's a lit time. But it was the WrestleMania press conference. They were hyping up the decision by Cody. He chose Roman Reigns. He did. So we we do get the rematch of last year's um, WrestleMania. This is I think it's like the first time since they did the John Cena, The Rock WrestleMania. They did the back to back main events like this, Roman versus Cody, part two. Yep, finish the story. To finish the story. While he was out there and Roman and him were doing their back and forth, 
Cody kind of mentioned the high chief Peter Maivea. Yep. The Rock didn't like that, and he slapped fire. Which is funny because if you recall, right before that, Roman Reigns said that Dusty Rhodes was irrelevant. See, Cody took that one on the chin. Boom. Which is which is the blackest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna call your dad irrelevant, but you better not say anything about my father or you're gonna get pissed slapped out of you. I was like, that they don't I text you, they don't turn the main event into a race war, and it's the funniest shit ever. That's that's the blackest shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm gonna call your dad irrelevant. And then the second Cody says something about their family, he get the shit slapped out. <laughs> Yo, Tell I'm me just, that's not the blackest shit you have seen in your life. Nah, nah, man, that's exactly what happened. He said, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, this is my family. But when you, you had a problem with us. Dog. Like, Goodbye. So then The Rock slaps Triple H, and then here come Roman Reigns, like, yeah, he said it, and he'd stand on it. And I'm gonna stand on it too. Um, so that's kind of setting up something. This Friday, where The Rock will be mm-hmm. will be at SmackDown with Roman with Reigns, Roman. Um, which would be big. Cody, as you saw yesterday on Monday Night Raw, him and Seth maybe have a little something. So he may have some 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 backup. But I'll tell you, you know, what: if, if you saw, tri- did you see Triple H walking out uh, of the press conference and he told, uh, yeah, Rock told him to fix that shit. Yeah, I like that. That's when I that's when I texted you and I said, "Oh yeah, they bringing back that energy." They bring it. It's funny because Jamie in the in the chat said that Triple H has a back issue. He also has a pacemaker. Like, Triple H ain't doing nothing physical. Let's get like he might die out there. Like Triple H is done. He on the shelf forever. He's not trying to come back either. He he can't. That man would die. He would legit die. We good, but it's yeah. still fun. It's still fun. This is this is what this is what it's about. We won't see any Brock, so this is gonna be Roman. Thank this is God. Be- see how great WrestleMania is when Brock not there to ruin it. Stop hating. We're gonna see Roman, we're gonna see Cody, but you can imagine we might see something. It could be this could be a ploy to get Jay and Jimmy back together. No, this, maybe this is, this is how this plays out. Talk Roman loses at WrestleMania. The Rock no. is now he comes back, he is the head of the table, and they spend the next year building the bloodline i don't like that story i want solo to win the championship that's what i'm here for well that makes one of us who believes that roman reigns is losing the belt i don't think he is i hope he doesn't because this story because i would love to see him and the rock like that's the story i want to see i don't care about roman and cody if we're not gonna be like a SummerSlam thing Yes. You guys got I think what a lot of people forget to realize is that this is all multi-layered. They have to think about the whole year. The whole so year. WrestleMania is the peak, but Bam said he DM you. Bam said right. he DM you. And it's about Let to be something gross. It's right gonna be now. it's I bet you it's gonna be old girl that was in a magazine. Who? The one we refused to mention in the chat. Oh no. <laughs> so an earlier comment that uh that bam had made was that a certain co-host looked like a tyrone biggums <laughs> oh he's a tyrone biggums so the gifts that he sent in my twitter dms are ones of tyrone biggums 
Brittany, I mean, bam, she is not bad in any sense of the word. And my brother, should I screenshot the trades you be making and send them to the to the fans of the show? No, brother. But Fredo, let me hold on to Here's what I'm thinking. Roman wins at WrestleMania. This sets up Roman versus Rock at SummerSlam part one. Roman versus they're gonna, Rock. They're going to take that to the Saudis. They're going to get that part. Saudi money. They're going to take oh. Roman and the Rock to the Saudi Arabia joint. Could be. And then Rock uh, versus Roman part two at next year's WrestleMania. Are you excited to see Rhea Ripley choke Becky Lynch out at WrestleMania? Because I am. You think that's who's going to win the Royal uh, the Elimination I mean, Chamber? They, they, that's what they're telling us. Nah. I'm telling you who's going to win it. Who? Jay? Nah. Naya, nah, Naya's not that. She's not that big of a star yet. She can't headline WrestleMania. She's not there yet. Yes, she is. Because Jade and Bianca are going to WrestleMania. They're attacking. Liv, ju- Liv just got back. No, they're gonna face each other. Nah, it's well, what we really need is the strong woman match with Rhea, Jade, and Bianca. That what we that what we really need. Bam, take you your horny that? ass home. Why you say that? Because <laughs> they're that? all strong. They're all buff. That's what we need. Mm. That's what they that's what that's what wrestling yeah. is, right? The strong people do. face each other. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm on to your game. You're not familiar. And bam, Lord have mercy. What are we what are we doing here? Bam, take your horny ass home. <laughs> Listen. Bam, go be a family man, dog. As we, ladies and gentlemen, as we begin to wrap up this show, I want to. <laughs> I want to talk about something that's been making me laugh. Maybe over the last, <laughs> maybe about the last week or so. So I've been playing a little bit. I've been, I got to tell you earlier in the show. I've been playing a little more Call of Duty, and I remember I was one of those gamers who played some of the earlier versions of Modern Warfare, and I remember you know what those games were like, and I remember that old school Call of Duty energy. If you remember, I'm talking about. You would get on there and you would get you would get verbally attacked, but it was fun to be online. It was real fun to play online. What I forgot though during my time away from Call of Duty was that people love to have very creative names, creative usernames. Oh God. Last night I was playing with a brother whose username was Curtis Jackson. <laughs> 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 another another clan that we I played against. Their their team names were TV show hosts: Howie Mandel, Bob Barker. Another one. Their clan name was Suck My, and then everyone yeah. was something that you could. <laughs> so I'm assuming someone's name was like Lollipop. No. <laughs> Oh God! Did you enjoy? Did you enjoy Usher's halftime show? Because this is getting out. This is in the damn territory. Listen, Usher performed all of the bops. I had my drink in hand. I finished the whole drink, and it was light up time right afterwards because I was just thirteen minutes. Oh, brother, he was playing all the bops, sir. Please call Alcoholics Anonymous. He started. I mean, it was a wine glass of uh just a mimosa um okay he started out with caught up i wasn't expecting that and i I believe there was some vegas may have had some bets on that by the way they only 100 
can we can we finally put Alicia Keys out to pasture? What do you mean by that? Oh, she can't sing at all. She sounded horrible. What? Alicia Keys sound terrible. That's a she didn't sound bad. And Swiss and man, Swiss beats gotta be in pain. Say what? Lil' Swiss Beats got to be in pain, dog. She yeah, gone, bro. They're performers. Listen, nah, all you people, nah, all it's you the so all you people who said this were also saying that Kiki Palmer boyfriend was tripping when he came out and said she's a mother. Pick and side, I, pick and choose. I, side. I, I didn't say that when Kiki Palmer did. All I'm saying is when when Usher hugged her from behind, when she put her hand on his elbow. Let me tell you something. That wasn't the most flagrant part. The little glove, the little. That look, Usher, you're not you're not slick, Usher. Usher, we are familiar with your game, and there's nothing we can yeah. do to stop it. But that's part of the Usher experience, though. So you knew he had to do something like that because that's he's a performer. They're both performers. So okay, that's what that's what that's what Swiss Beats is telling himself. Bam, bam. What are we talking about? What are we talking what? about? <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about? No, no. bam, go. Bam, it's not. It's nine o'clock. It's nine thirty. Bam, go be a family man. Go talk. Now, go as talk we family end in. this show, I would love to talk about Jamie's point because that is something that I thought about a lot during Usher's performance. Yes. So Jamie says, "Do you remember that Boondocks episode when Usher stole Dude's wife, Tom Dubois, that, Tom Dubois, Mister Dubois?" <laughs> In a, that that has to be. Tell me that to you. Not a top five episode in the Boondocks. One hundred percent. I'll even go top three. The best line from the episode is when Riley is like, "Hey man, if a T if Ti steal my hoe, a dog." I can be like, <laughs> he said, "If a brother like Ti steal your girl, you just be like, hey, that's Ti.'" But Usher, Usher, what about the episode when Tom was in jail? And you found out about his, his yes, his fear. His fear. The, my booty is mine, and you kind of have it. For for me, my favorite is um, no, when, no. when Ruckus becomes a minister. That to me, like that's the best episode. Like when Ruckus is a minister, yes. Woo. Banger. Oh man. Like season two, like season one, two. They had some and then there was that that season when the first episode is like dodgeball. That season's mm-hmm. terrible. I then, like, like the dodgeball season. And I like that dodgeball episode. I, I like that as well. So I did like the return of Steak Man and when his family came. That oh, was funny. Man. That's when he had to folk some good times in there. <laughs> that had me tripping. I might have to watch that tonight. There might be a, a Boondocks rewatch. I might. Future. I think I might be watching the Usher episode for sure. One hundred percent. And then the Lil Wayne one, mm. the Return of the Katrinians. That one's come really underrated. What about underrated ones for me are also the Gangstalicious and Yes, Magnificent. Gangstalicious and thug <laughs> He not gay. Had that boy wearing a skirt. Listen, who te- who accurately tells the world better, the Simpsons or the Boondocks? The Simpsons has a better longevity. Like they've been doing it for generations. But man, the Boondocks, like the Tyler Perry episode, like they the Boondocks, spot on, right? Yeah, like the Boondocks is so precise in its critique. 
like it's just like the Simpsons is like kind of vague, right? Like, oh, Trump is president. The Boondocks is like, no, 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 no. Tyler Perry dresses like a woman because secretly he likes men. And I don't know if that's true, but there's the MLK episode. I forgot about that one. I forgot about the 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 first stink meaner episode and the basis of that and the 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 moment hilarious mm-hmm. we've all we've all santa mm-hmm. riley getting what he needed what what santa owes him what about uh when riley was robbing banks and uh robin robin houses because they thought they were trying to kidnap oprah you remember that episode yep, i remember that episode do you remember the episode Man. when he was selling candy bars that's <laughs> number one that's the best episode in the entire series <laughs> oh man i mean hey if it was T.I., you could at least be like, hey, hey that's T.I. But Usher? <laughs> but Riley spoke the truth, though, because let me tell you something. Usher get to doing that pop locking and dancing around my queen? Listen. It's going to be... Listen. It's going to be a problem. What type, of song makes you, what type of song mm-hmm. makes you want to uh, dive under another man's legs? Oh, I mean, nice and slow. They were doing it to OMG, though. Yeah, that's true. That's not the song you do that to. Last question before we get out of here. Yep. Who dressed Jermaine Dupree? Everyone thought he was CeeLo Green. (laughs) I thought he was CeeLo. Like, I tweeted it. I was like, oh, that's CeeLo. What he doing here? And then it was Jermaine Dupree. You know... I was yeah. I was stuck between yo, are those shorts or are those pants? And what is that on your head? No, that was what I am. Him looking like CeeLo Green is exactly what he deserves for cheating on Janet Jackson. Because confessions is about Jermaine Dupree cheating on Janet Jackson, not Usher cheating on Chili. Really? Allegedly. Let's see. That's what someone told me. Let me look this up. Well, did well, Usher didn't have no kids after Chili, did he? Well, I, I don't know. I'm I don't think he did. See, I've been waiting for this yeah. so long. What? Usher confessions. Yeah, Jermaine Dupree says confessions was about his side, baby. Yeah, confessions is about Jermaine Dupree cheating on Janet Jackson. It's not about Usher cheating on Chili. See, see. Bam, you need to go be a family man. Danny, let the good fine people know where they can find you at on the social. We need to find a way to block Bam from these chats. You can find us on speakonit underscore pod on every social media app, including TikTok. Uh, you can also find us at speakonitpod14 at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Football season's over, people. So unless you want these, these the show to get a little bit shorter, which you don't, send us some questions. We can answer anything that you need to know, fantasy related, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're here to have fun. Let me ask you this. Yep. But first, make sure you follow your boy at Los Demix. That's L O S D E E M I X on all socials. Um, let me ask you this though. Did the NFL and the Super Bowl overdo it with the Taylor Taylor Swift coverage every time the Chiefs did something well? It felt like it, but according to the the statistics they only showed her like a minute in total out of the four hours. It just felt like a lot. Shout out to Nickelodeon. I got to watch some of the highlights. I wish I would have watched the Nickelodeon broadcast the entire time. SpongeBob and Patrick were getting it in. They were hilarious. You have to firm the ball, grass. You have to firm the ball, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, let me tell y'all something. Hold on. First off, before I get to SpongeBob, I didn't mind the Taylor Swift uh, coverage, but what I did think was funny, how did, how did no one else find it hilarious that Ice Spice was in there with no clue of what the sport was being played on that field? It yeah. was clear as day. Every time they showed that box, somebody was explaining to Ice Spice what the fuck was going. That's a first down, and they get Which is crazy though. because Ice Spice's brother plays quarterback in New York. <laughs> she don't be He's Yo, a quarterback in New York. You ever been you ever been with a baddie to a football game? No. Oh, so what does that mean again? All right, really? So what they're doing is they're running two high safety show right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they're up there break, Jason Kelsey up there breaking down cover four to ice spice. Yeah. All right, now sit down. Let me tell you something. Yeah, they run two high, they have two high safety shells. So when they bring this guy down, what they're trying to do is do this. And she's like, Yeah, okay, okay. Let's talk about creepers and simulated pressures real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you and you know how girls are watching it. Like, why are they just like scoring the ball? And then someone's like, "That's because you know what they're trying to do with their defensive ends. They're trying to have them really maintain that wrestling integrity." Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Let's talk about wrestling integrity. Oh man. Let's talk about pin pulls. Let's talk about QB draws. Yo, Jamie, what are we talking about here? Yo, Jamie and Bam are just horny right now. We got to go. What is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with us. And we want to, we just want to, we just want to thank you again. Listen, my last question, I know it's, I I know I said this before. My last question is, did you have a chance to hear, or did you see Kanye West's uh, Super Bowl ad? No, I missed that one. Which one was that? Kanye West and Yeezy had a Super Bowl ad. Kid you not, he paid seven million for the uh, seven million for the ad. The ad was recorded on a cell phone video. Him in a car, literally said, "Yo, y'all, this yay. Uh, we didn't have enough money to make a real commercial because we spent all the money for the commercial spot. So y'all go to Yeezy.com." And y'all go buy shoes and stuff. Everything's gonna be twenty dollars. That's and then spelled out Yeezy, and that was a commercial. I need to see that. I missed that. I really but, like it, that. but when you watch it, you're gonna come away and saying, "Yo, this is so Kanye that I don't even know what else." Like this, it's very much Kanye. Perfect. That's what I need. So, but he also released Vultures One, an album him and Ty Dolla Sign. Yep. And did you listen to it? I started, I didn't finish. I started listening to Beyonce's two country singles. Beyonce, I liked her. I liked her ad too. Drop the music. Yeah, did you listen to the two? I didn't listen to 16 Carriages. I stopped. But Texas Hold'em is kind of catchy. Well, I think they're both pretty catchy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with us. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Bam, Kyle, Jamie. Thank you, guys. Gladys, stay safe. Make sure you speak on it and hug and appreciate your loved ones very closely. See you next week. Peace.